welcome to That's a Chunky. Uh, this is Kevin here with J-Rod, King of the Slams, uh, and many others that we're going to introduce as they um, report to us. I'm going to try to somehow keep everything straight here. Um, you know, I feel like the, the table could get pushed over while people pretend to surf, but um, we're going to see what we can do. Um, I do have to get a little bit of housekeeping out of the way before we start. Um, I had this amazing um, thing where um, uh, a friend of the show showed us that Detective Crashmore is based on uh, a visit Billy Bob Thornton had to a radio show. He was referred to as an actor rather than a musician. And he was just being an asshole to the host. Um, and literally some of the stuff is word for word. I'm going to post that link in the show notes. Um, I had a chance to to chat with Biff with. Uh, who played Crashmore, and I asked him if he had ever seen that sketch, and he had not. Uh, and when you watch it, it's it's going to be amazing, like how close he captures Billy Bob Thornton's <laughs> assholery as Santa Claus. So uh, I encourage everybody to watch that. Uh, yeah, what, doesn't he say something like, would you ask Bob Dylan if he's p- passionate for music? It's so amazing. He's so like, uh, he won't answer any question. His poor bandmates are like, look like Ryan Tana and Monique Easley. Um, <laughs> it scares me that I know their names already. All right, but just so we're uh, careful for time, uh, two things. I want songs. People have made a ton of I think you should leave songs. If you have an MP3, email it to figure out what you do at gmail.com. It will get played on the show. Um, all right. We're going to ready to do some madness. Uh, Steve, can you hear me? I can. I wasn't sure if I was actually on or if I was hearing some sort of otherworldly thing that I'm, I'm familiar with. <laughs> you are. We wanted to be conscious of your time. So we, we got all the housekeeping out of the way. Um, People who are familiar with the show know they're lucky to be hearing uh, Big Steve Moulton, um, one of the magical uh, Turbo team, just one of the best sketch comedy pieces of all time. And he's going to talk about, hey, Steve, you've seen it. You know how good it is. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I've seen, I've watched that sketch like 700 times. Um, Very good. And I'm very honored to be a part of it. It's true. It's true. I mean, you know, you could take some credit. Um, but Steve is going to talk about his um, five favorite moments from season two of the show. Um, and we're going to let him talk and interrupt minimally. Uh, Steve, the mic is all yours. All righty. First of all, uh, some quick technical questions. Can you hear that I have a fan running about five feet away? No. Um, you sound great. Oh, cool. <laughs> Literally. All right. And and also just to make it clear to everyone listening, we had to pay Steve uh, two million because that's his quote. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? I would. Uh, I would. I, I think. I think if that were true, I think I'd be in the studio with you guys. I'd take another East Coast vacation and I'd visit the studio. That'd be amazing. If I had that two mil. That would be great. <laughs> Even if you did a bad job. Even if I do a bad job. I just, uh, I just showed Detective Crashmore to my roommate a couple hours ago. He hadn't seen it yet. Oh, man. And, oh, uh, man. Uh, I was almost crying. <laughs> it's, I love it so much. Me too. 
All right. Okay. Uh, should I start my top five? Go crazy. All right. So uh, number five, I had to go with uh, Brian. The first time he ditches the dice in the courtroom. (laughs) 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 I love that so much. Like, what? What is the big deal about him carrying dice around, and why? Why? Why does he feel the need to ditch them when he's literally just sitting in the audience of a courtroom? And you know, nobody, nobody's going to assume that he's the Brian that's like. Well, I guess the hat could be a dead giveaway, but uh, it's just so funny that he feels the need to ditch the dice uh, while sitting there. It's such a such a strange note, such a strange thing to add. Poor Brian. Uh, I think we're I think we're gonna have a I'm calling we're gonna have uh, more than one moment from that sketch. That's my prediction tonight. Oh, that that's a bold prediction. Oh yeah, for sure. Jesus, <laughs> for sure. I also um, love when he chat when he yells at the old man next to him for kicking the dice back. Like he's just like, yeah. <laughs> quit fucking with him. Yeah, quit, <laughs> quit fucking with him. Yeah, like, like what's going on in that world? Why is it so strange to have dice? too close to you right what's that about it's it's he just thinks it's gonna be the next thing he's gonna get called out on <laughs> it's so good that's good boy <laughs> Put fucking with him so good <laughs> uh, my uh my number four uh i mentioned this when we were first when you were first pitching this to me uh it's got to be patty harrison uh, introducing herself on the, uh, the the Shark Tank style show and saying and popcorn and <laughs> like the shoulder shrug like it, it, it's so you know it, it doesn't fit the rant that she's on but also it's a superimposed image of herself from some other point in the conversation and I just think that's such a great idea like <laughs> Why? You know, it's like, are we seeing, are we seeing a different version of her? Are we seeing a later, you know, <laughs> a later conversation? What is going on? Why? Why is the and popcorn superimposed over the image of her that we're already seeing? <laughs> so, yeah. so damn funny. And we and we uh, talk a lot about how um great the casting is on the show. I really love the <laughs> three the three like sharks they cast on that. It just kills yeah. me because they're like so earnest and good, and then they're Patty Harrison. It's just Patty Harrison. <laughs> I'm not used to being rich. <laughs> so many good lines. And then the one I won't I won't mention what it was, but you even said a line to me from that, and like I'd never even heard it before because I was so busy laughing at other stuff just from her piece of that. So damn funny. That line I was uh, purple and black. Yeah, the black. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I never heard that before. Oh man, it's so so terrifying. It is. But, uh, my number three, I I put this one right in the middle because uh, I'm cheating a little, and it's not a moment. It's uh, pretty much everything out of Detective Crashmore's mouth. But <laughs> it's just so much comedy gold that I I couldn't I couldn't get any one thing to outweigh all the other things. I lost I lost sleep trying to pick, and I did pick one, but I also considered making all five of mine Crashmore lines. <laughs> yeah, like they literally could be. 
They yeah. totally could be. You know, are you dumb? <laughs> so, funny. And, uh, you know, what is it? Like, get back here. You suck. <laughs> you Quit running. <laughs> Quit running. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, you knew I'd like that gun. All of it. <laughs> Steve, you just knocked out like three of my lines just in that little like. <laughs> well, no, man. Not, you know, we 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 can talk about them again in just a All moment, right? right? Fine. We fine, can. Fine. We can. Uh, my number two is the very first time that the college professor says, "Give me that." Uh, <laughs> it's it's good. So good, like because <laughs> you're thinking like, oh, okay. Well, you know, he's he's just joking around with these these three favorite students of his, right? Like, obviously, you know, the, the gimme dat must be, maybe it's a catchphrase he used to say in class with them or something, but nope, it's literally just him wanting the burger, being too damn weird about it, and it's not going to be the last time he says it. It's so damn good. Gimme that. I'm joking. Steve, he chided uh, me because I when we had him on, I accidentally said gimme that. And he, oh, yeah. He corrected me, and I, I feel ashamed. Oh, you hit the the th instead of the I, d. I did. I did. Oh, Embarrassing. Well, you know, it's, we all live and we learn, man. That's that's why nobody listens to. That's a chunky, to- complete that's, and total bullshit. That's why you don't get two mil. <laughs> <laughs> complete and total bullshit. Oh. Why can't I? Uh, why can't I remember the name of like the. The AOL whatever channel. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, AOL, I know. Blast. AOL Blast, yeah. Wesley Fillmore? <laughs> that is the name? Uh, that sounds right. And AOL Blast is not a real thing, is it? I, it I... better not be. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, just, it actually yeah, could like, be. I mean. Yeah. I don't I, think it is. Um, but it sounds like, real, it's... but I, I don't think it is. Yeah, it's it's trippy because you know in the in the one sketch uh, they call out they call out Spectrum Cable, you know. And That's true. It's like why why call out some real things when when most, so much of this show is in a, a completely different version of Earth. Um, okay, so that was number two. Number two, give me that. And uh, <laughs> uh, e- echoing uh, the last time I did a top five list uh, for top five scenes. Uh, my number one favorite moment, just because of how how much my mom screamed the first time she saw it, is when the uh, the outside dog charges at the glass door uh, <laughs> behind, behind Tim when he's doing the Blues Brothers dance, and just how just how fast that dog is going, how how high it jumps up the door, how it it looks like it's easily two thirds wolf. And yeah. it just looks, it looks like it could bite through the glass if it wanted to. It's so, so hilarious and scary. And then it just keeps getting funnier and funnier. It's amazing. Love it. <sighs> Man, um, one thing I like about tonight is I, I think we're going to hear, you know, mm-hmm. there's six, uh, six of us total five moments. I think we're going to get like 20 different moments tonight. Um, I that know. cool. Yeah, I think it's really exciting. I, I was watching a lot. I'm I'm going through the season one thing where some sketches are really growing on me. Um, and there's some I'm not even watching. I kind of skip through, but I know I'm going to watch them like in a month when 
I've like got saturated with the other ones. The Blues Brothers one is one I, I occasionally watch, but I know I'm going to go back to it um, yeah. in a little bit. Um, so Steve may or may not stay. We want to thank him so much for his list. I, he's doing something. I'm going to guess he might be, considering what's going on, you might be hosting Jeopardy tonight because you said you have to go by 730. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. I could go for that paycheck too. Um, no, I just uh, I got myself roped into a uh, – a, a watching club for a very popular reality TV show that I don't want to give any, any, uh, uh, <laughs> plug time to this show's popular enough. It doesn't need me to plug it, but, um, but yes, I've, I've, I've started attending regular, uh, weekly little watch gatherings with about three other friends, uh, to watch this show and to make fun of every part of it, which is what reality TV is for. Absolutely. And, uh, but I'm, I'm going to stick with you guys till seven o'clock. Cause I want to hear some other answers and, uh, I, I'm good. I'm here. I'm listening, man. Let me hear what you got. All right. I think, I think I've just decided randomly and mostly because, uh, he's in the Eastern time zone, which is late. Um, we're going to have James go next. And I, I will tell you out in front, James, if you say that all the sketch, every moment from the show is tied. Um, I'm not going to go for We will that. cut your mic yeah, immediately. We'll, we'll, I can turn people's mics off. Um, so we, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to let James go. I know um, I've asked James about some help with memes recently. I got, I, I'm actually going to make a meme. Um, my last one, which was um, how much weight did I gain during the pandemic? About 60 LBs. It got a lot of likes on Instagram, so I'm going to try to make one more. Um, all right, James, I'm going to seed the mic to you. And by the way, our intro, um, I, I made real intros for everybody. Um, James is going to turn his memes into a show on Corncob TV, so we're excited about that. <laughs> wow. Big uh, um, all right, James, let us hear your, uh, I'm sure, amazing top five. All right, all right. So uh, I struggled, so I had a, a I'll just quickly mention uh, three, I guess, uh, honorable mentions. Um, so one is uh, about tattoos. I don't care about it, but it's not good behavior. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, good. Another, another one is the chin kills. Uh, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I'm telling have... you that it does. <laughs> just, just the idea of that uh gets me every time and then this is this is one that's it's not inherently like a f funny line but it it makes me laugh when i hear it and it's kind of like uh taken on its own life um in the the twitter sphere at least is uh it's interesting, the ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I love that line. I love it. <laughs> just, there's something something about just how how earnestly he's he's uh, responding to, to to the tour guide being angrily saying, uh, "I'm glad yeah. you're having fun," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm having so much fun. It's interesting, the ghosts." Um, <laughs> that character so, is is amazing. Yeah, so so those are my three honorable mentions. Um, but I I'll, I'll go ahead and start with number five. Uh, this is uh, it's the line is delivered by Bob Odenkirk, but in the middle of it, there's uh, just a, a motion by Tim Robinson that's perfect. 
which is uh, Bob Odenkirk is saying, see, the Barracuda is the one I have triples of. Oh, no, I have triples of the Roadrunner, too. And at that moment, Tim kind of leans forward like, hey, you got to, like, cut it out. And he kind of, like, like starts to react. But before he can say anything, Bob Odenkirk says, but just those two. And the, but just those two is, is uh, my number five moment. <laughs> I think it, it's like a, a perfect sort of embodiment of how Tim's character is like reluctantly going along with this absurd lie. And but Bob Odenkirk just keeps backing up just enough and like getting to him to agree to it. Uh, so I really I laugh at that one a lot. <laughs> uh, my number four is it's kind of a sequence in the um, the driver's ed sketch. Oh boy! Where <laughs> I'm getting nervous the, right now, but go ahead. The, <laughs> uh, the first time he gets asked what her job is, and he just takes a deep breath. <sighs> Tables. <laughs> just the the frustration, the resignation, the feeling like oh, I knew this was going to come. Let me just. Let me just explain it just this once. And he, he he's like very frustrated and he answers, knowing that it's not going to end there, end there with his <laughs> I, I actually watched that sketch a few times this week trying to like pick a moment. And I, I kind of found it might be the sketch for me on the show the most that is just like funny throughout. <laughs> But in yes. different ways. And but I did decide the funniest moment is when they cut to the like girl who just <laughs> is smiling and never says anything. Yeah, I know. Just like, <laughs> that part fucking kills me. I was like, I don't know why that's so funny, but uh, yeah. I love when they they the student asks why they keep swearing and he's like, they, they only say damn in hell. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> they only say shoot. Oh, they say shoot, yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. All of the kids' uh, reactions also were during the videos when they cut to the kids just with these confused faces as the oh, different parts of it's the always videos, funny. You know, so good. And they even showed Tim a couple times and he's like, <sighs> like yeah. breathing and like holding in anger. He knows. Yeah, rubbing he his knows, head. Oh man, he knows it's gonna come. I think, I think he gets an Emmy for that sketch. Just his acting, like the verbal and nonverbal acting, are like out of this world. Yeah, like, he's he's a chameleon. He is. He can do anything. So good. And he tries to reset between each. Like, yeah, okay. he does. I know. Pretty, pretty serious. The tap of the of the remote control in his other hand is yeah, yeah. as he's like going up to the front of the room. Perfect. Yes. Um, all right. So my my number three is um, in the Jamie Taco sketch. Oh man! When when uh, the main character, uh, I believe, in the sketch, his name Scott, is Scott. Scott. Finally, yep. Yeah. Scott finally gets his line out, um, and it cuts to his wife giving him the double thumbs up <sighs> in the in the audience i think that one that one's not even like i mean it's it's funny but i think also it's just like such a uh a great moment and positive release and and a feeling of like relief 
that it's it's funny for that reason also. Um, but I love that moment to cut to her like she's squirming in the in the audience like as he keeps not quite getting his lines out and then finally <laughs> he does and she gives she's so excited and so supportive. So I love that one too. We're gonna talk more about that and I'm sure Jared and my top fives. So. <laughs> <Yeah>, I'm <know. laughs> very I'm very upset right now. I'm happy. I'm happy that we have consensus, but yeah, um, yeah, that's very clear, very clearly on my list. Iron sharpens iron, iron Jared. <laughs> so I guess. Yeah, well, you know, Jared, if if you had gotten your line out first, then you and could have gotten that in your top five. But you got to be quick. <laughs> no, I should have I gone Jamie Taco and that, and be like the moment where he gets his line out. Jared, <laughs> <laughs> Jared. Texting his wife right now. James, James from I T Y S L underscore memes is stealing my lines. I know I did. Yeah. That was me getting my plug that I forgot to give James. Synergy. <laughs> all right. Sorry, all right. James. My my number two, it's it's all good. My number two is uh it's hard to pick a specific moment from this. But I'm going to go to the sloppy steaks flashback when oh, specifically man. when <laughs> the, the let's slop them up. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> we didn't order but sloppy I, I, steaks. We're, we're good, good guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we're going to do? Yeah, A lot of it. I think the pulling the slop them up right after like assuring the server that they're good guys uh, <laughs> and then the extended sort of visuals of yeah. Yeah. yeah pouring it over quickly everyone's dumping them cutting it quickly trying to eat it before they come back uh is is great i love that whole flashback but that moment is is uh the one that's getting number two for me Question for our listeners to think about: What's the better Vampire Weekend song? The one from that montage, or um, they have a song called "Step," which is somehow featuring three of the best rappers like ever: uh, Heems, Despot, and Danny Brown. So, if anybody's a fan of hip hop, go check that one out. Wow, I, I was not aware of that. All right, it's. Uh, I'm gonna lean towards the one from the montage. Just. <laughs> Uh, you know it's just perfection it makes me think about the old days um you know white ferrari chicken steaks from chickalinis uh, chicken spaghetti fuck <laughs> you know you messed, you, cher- you messed up cherry chuck salad with um that, that was a recording error. <laughs> Somehow the audio got spliced. Kevin's hair is not even slick back. It's pushed back. It's pushed, <laughs> you call this slick back? Um, Jared definitely uh, had some friends. He used to be pieces of shit. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, they're, I said, your friends. they're your friends, too. <laughs> it's true. I have way more. Um, all right. <laughs> the suspense is killing me. I need to know James's number one pick. And if he says it's all the moments from the show, again. No, my number one, I, I feel like is, is, it was an easy pick for me. I don't know. I could, I, I could see other people having this as well, but it's, uh, from the, insider trading sketch the rack focus to brian saying what the hell <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when, when they first mentioned his hat 
it's that's yeah. that a good moment. That's a I mean, that's that sketch is amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a, um maybe a hot take, but I think it's rivaled uh, by the moment where he goes, "Don't do the voice." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, I could have done my top five probably from that sketch. I love that sketch so much, so I just had to pick my favorite one from that yeah. sketch to to put as my number one. But there's so many good moments in it. Very good I think list. I, the the just like the way that he's trying not to react physically but he can't help but saying what the hell How about <laughs> <laughs> so good. it's uh mm. that that sketch has argued like one of the best premises of yeah. sketch like in yeah. in all of tv yeah, history it's brilliant it's, just, it's really yeah. smart and James, that specific scene that you're talking about where the focus comes in and just the reveal of that hat. Alright. Um we're we're gonna take a quick minute just to talk about uh the fact that Reggie from Swayzine has actually made the shirt from the Dan yeah. Flash sketch, which is unreal. Yeah. I hope you sell a, a million uh for halloween and for other purposes um but i have to tell you reggie i watch a lot of nathan for you uh, and this is my nathan for you idea for the swayzine shop oh i kind of i kind of feel like you could go to uh like a thrift shop and find any shirt that kind of follows the dan flashes thing and i think you could literally put it in your etsy shop for like two thousand dollars (laughs) <laughs> and I actually think there's people who would buy them. Wow. There might be. Uh, yep, I'll do it. It's worth awesome. a shot. Yeah. Um, I, I I'm going to find you... the most complicated shirt. I mean, I mean, yeah. it'll be worth $2,000. I mean, I mean yeah, the product will more. be so complicated that it will be appraised around that price yeah. point. The number of times it overlaps, um, it's yeah. worth more. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> All right. Um, it's still nuts. Yeah, it's still so nuts. <laughs> We're going to monitor this for the show. Um, yeah, I mean, like, in my life, I've been either lucky or unlucky enough to, like, known some weirdly wealthy people. And, like, the shit they'll do for a good joke uh, sometimes is baffling. <laughs> so, um, you know, I could see them posting an Instagram that they bought a $2,000 shirt from Swayze and from Dan Flashes. All right. I'm going to get out of the way and we're going to let uh, Reggie from Swayze and talk about his top five. All right. Um, first, thanks for having me on the show. It's uh, always a pleasure. It's a privilege to be amongst such. Um, dignitaries uh, that are on the <laughs> diet today and and us um, uh, so steve when he mentioned the capital room I, I was thinking he might be going there um so there's a scene when patty harrison is talking about the wine and drinking too much wine and <laughs> she's standing over the toilet and what do you notice something about that toilet? Mm. It's solid gold. Oh. <laughs> I didn't notice it until after a few viewings. And what what is someone that recently came in comes into too much money? What do you do? You just you just spend it on ridiculous things like a solid gold toilet. So, wow. Um, 
one of those blink if you miss it things where uh like that i thought was a genius move um, that's good that i came back to um so that that uh that's i'll start off with that one uh number four um i think we touched on this too so we may have some more overlap so the aol blast scene in Crashmore. um the look on ryan tana um when Crashmore is talking where he's not looking at the interviewer he's he can't look at Crashmore, but the look on his face of just someone who went through torture working with this a-hole <laughs> and it's santa, and it's santa claus yeah. and it's santa claus i know yeah. Yeah. so good without without saying a word i thought he stole that uh that moment uh yes number number three um i lived in egypt for a month <laughs> i lived in egypt for a month all right uh, I- I have to throw out that's my number two pick and it's pretty simple because it's just the line i fucking love that um it's perfectly delivered like he's gonna get his ideas from a lady at starbucks um (laughs) and the lady i think i think her name might be linda also is just like uh yeah she's like you've you've been to egypt and it's like he has to clarify with the line it's perfect i actually think that sketch is gonna be the like the slow burn of the show that I don't think many people consider that a favorite. Now I'm a big John early fan. I think he's really funny in it. Um, dump him girl. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think that sketch is really going to blow up. There's a, I would give a supporting, uh, uh, role. Or able who, when, when how, I, I think it might be right after he says he lived in Egypt and he gives them this like attaboy look of like, yeah. Right yeah, on. the guy all the way at the end of the table. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, number two, another blink if you miss it moment. Then the Blues Brothers scene right after the little kid um, opens the door to see what's going on. They cut to Tim flailing his arms as part of his dance. Um for about one second and that that uh that part is just unbelievable just the, the energy and um, <laughs> that uh, you might have to go back and watch that uh to see some of these um uh time codes i'm referring to um and number one james i'm with you uh I would say the hat rack focus reveal is not only the best moment <laughs> of season two but maybe the best comedic moment I've, I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, pure, pure genius. Um, I can't think of a thing that, that, is, that is not perfect about that, uh, that, that moment. So solid um, uh, number one there. Uh, and if I could have a, a honorable mention category, it would be Calico Cut Pants as uh-huh. a as a, um, in, in its entirety of, it has so many little moments in there. Um, I think it's 17 minutes long, so you can keep going back and finding stuff in there. Um, the, the walk down the hall, that does a little focus trick on that where it just looks cinematic for a minute when he's going to confront him and knock his, and hit him in the cup. Um, <laughs> Even rappers wear it. The line where, um, uh, Tim's character gets really defensive and said, the money doesn't 
go to that. People are saying that Mike the Rock Davis uh, <laughs> but he didn't. People are saying, what is that? What is this world? Uh, and, then, and then the other moment, who got pants. Um, and I had to screen capture this and zoom it in <laughs> to, to verify. But when he's on the, the message, he's doing the, the chat message. Um, I think what when he sends him the, the video, but above that, so there's a chat message that says, do you want to go to lunch? Um, uh, Jeff asks Greg if he wants to go to lunch, and Greg just responds, no. <laughs> <laughs> so those little details that, uh, you know, um, all right. Just get more and more out with the CPU. So Calico cut pants, I think. It's, there's more in there, I think, the more you dig into it. So it's a category of its own. Um, so that that's my list. That's the list from uh, Reggie from Swayzine. Swayzine's Etsy shop, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Um, you guys, due to his production of the um, Dan Flasher shirt, you guys will see him on next season of The Capital Room. Um, re replacing <laughs> yeah. Patty Harris's character, who has spent all her money on uh, wine and popcorn. I want to make the controversial decision because our um, free recording software tells us we have seven minutes. I don't think Jared, uh, Dylan, and I can squeeze it in. Oh no, um, I need I need some time. Yeah, and maybe Jared can get some more Tito's. Um, <laughs> um, I would like to yell a bit. <laughs> I am going to get a beer. Um, so I think we can meet back here at um, five minutes. Good for you guys. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and Steve, I know you're probably going to be out of here. So we want to thank you again uh, for joining us. We'll be uh, haranguing you. We're probably going to do something like this every month or so. So we'll be uh, reaching out to you again soon. I will participate in as many as I can. I may be participating from Australia in the near future. We'll wow. see. Ooh, amazing. Are you guys filming out there? Anything else? What? Yeah, are you filming in Australia soon? Not, I'm not allowed to say anything else, buddy. I well, like it. I hope that you have access to your reality show that airs on Wednesdays in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've, been, you've been to Australia, right? Me? Me? No. Oh, Kevin, I Kevin, I thought you, I thought you no. visited Australia. No, I wish. I wish. Um, never been. I lived Someday. in Australia. For a month. <laughs> no, not for a month. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Was Reggie setting me up for the line? That's where it is going. Damn it. <laughs> I bet. Um, uh, don't do the voice. All right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Steve, thank you so much. We're going we're gonna to be back. Uh, I'll see you guys at now 1013. That's a Chunky has always been supported by the Etsy shop of Swayzine, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Uh, in the past, you've seen his amazing motivational posters, his um, at the Nighthawks diner featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave. Uh, you also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Bufano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. Um, Swayzine has a ton of new items in his shop we wanted to let you guys know about. Um, those three jazz posters have been turned into uh, attractive t-shirts. The Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bufano in white. He has a uh, very affordable 
uh, Bozo the Clown Clown Pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, there is a Baby of the Year bib and onesie. Uh, he has Angels and Archways t-shirts, um, as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Nights, um, which is being framed and put on my wall, and an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, but the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative, I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or uh, short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably priced at $30. I know when I went um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks, I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time, uh, saving my per diem. Um, but if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash Swayzine, again, Swayzine is S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Um, you can own these shirts yourself. Um, and we want to thank uh, Reggie from Swayzine for his support of That's a Chunky. Activated lights I don't want satellite radio I don't want extra cup holders All I want is a good steering wheel It doesn't fly up when I'm driving You have no good car ideas You have to marry your mother-in-law You have no good car ideas You have to marry your mother-in-law
money, the bones are their 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 money.